This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. Going to sh- reshift the batting order a little bit. And Andy Herzer, president of First Shot, will join us today. Andrew, what's going on? Uh, not much. Just enjoying the sunshine, Monty. Been a beautiful day today, that's for sure. Absolutely. Ne- I need some. I need some rain-free, stress-free days. Trying to get all these vitamin D to get from the sun. Trying to get all these tournaments covered. It's been kind of a nightmare. It's that time of year for you all. Yes, it is. It's a busy time, but um, it's hard to believe in about um, uh, let's see, eighteen, nineteen days. The uh, the athletic year will be over. Um, prep wise and um, it's boy it's been quite a ride hasn't it with the the pandemic but uh, uh, we've forged ahead and um, gonna get everything in this year it looks like you know and that it, that's that's a testament to those uh, young student athletes Bonnie because they've they've had to live in a little bit of a bubble all year long probably most of them have virtually learned so they're not having to quarantine and uh you know they've done the right things yeah they have you know and you know it started in football you know you go all the way back to football i didn't think we was gonna get it in and you know some teams didn't you know um memphis didn't even play oh got got ousted for being in the playoffs with COVID. So, you know, they're, you know, everybody, it, it, it's going to, people are going to look back in history and uh, the kids that lived through this, um, it's going to be interesting how they view things 15 years from now, 20. Yeah. It, it, re- it really is. And, you know, you, and I guess what, made it so unique is it was it's unique uh you know athletic directors teachers coaches uh no um no handbook on it you just kind of flying by your seat of your pants it literally and it was not day to day it was hour by hour yeah i mean you know for 
then you can go right into college. You you had for the basketball guys, men and women, you know, they had a hundred people on a speed dial, right? See if games got canceled, games get picked up. Um, again, just trying to get in and salvage a season, which they were able to do. Speaking of basketball, got some potential rule changes coming up. Thought I'd run by you. One of them is um, now these are not etched in stone by any means. They will go. Uh, they've kind of gone through a committee and they'll eventually be voted on. Uh, flopping, which we see a lot, uh, can result in a technical foul. Um, and there's some coaches for that. At the same time, boy, you know, you got a minute to go in a game and somebody gets a technical for flopping. Ooh, and, you know, that, boy, that puts a big onus on the officials who really got a pretty good burden on them on they got a lot they got a load on them already well i mean you're just again putting it in the hand of you know three guys that for the most part monty when you start you go back and evaluate do they miss calls everybody does but for the most part they do a pretty decent job and the game's in pretty good shape and i don't know why they uh want to tweak it you know if someone flops call the foul it's it's a blocking foul right they've already got the rule in place i guess that's why you know for me you know you and i kind of discussed it a little bit i had to think about it process it i don't know if it's worthy of a technical which can result in a foul shot and the ball back but i do think it's worthy of a foul and if they're in there over their limits then you know, you go to the line, earn it, one and one, two, whatever, you're in the double bonus. I, I mean, if they would just call the game, the way, then, you know, it's a foul, it's a block if you flop. Yeah. So I, I don't understand the, why they have to change it, just call it the right way yeah. or make the decision to call it. Yeah, I'm like you, a technical foul, that's pretty um... – I don't know, maybe seems a, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> a little extreme. There's been something I've been aiming to ask you that I keep forgetting, and now that, all right, every time a player goes in for a layup, he falls down on the floor trying to get a call. And then how many times does that player get up and get back on defense? He doesn't. And the other team goes down and scores. Now, are coaches teaching these players to hit the deck? No, I think they've watched uh, too much NBA. Um, and, and again, it's theatrics. And if I was, again, coaching, I, I, I mean, defensive balance and getting back on defense today's game is just as important as, you, you know, making that layup. I just focus on making the layup and, again, focus on getting my – um, tail back in good defensive position. But it just kills me. It's every single time they go in for a layup, they hit the deck. Well, Monty, I don't know how many high school games and junior high games. It's no different. It, 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 it has started um, at a very early age. 
All righty. Um, another rule is to increase uh, to six fouls with a maximum of four fouls allowed per half. It will be used as an experiment in the NIT. Um, <clears throat> quote, under the experimental rule, any player called for four fouls in a half would be disqualified for the rest of the game. So, for instance, if a player picks up four fouls in the first half, he would have to set out the rest of the game, or she. If a player has one foul in the first half and picked up four in the second half, they would have to sit for the rest of the game. But if a player has three fouls in the first half, he or she would be disqualified after being called for three fouls in the second half. So you could technically have uh, six fouls. Thoughts on that? Um, I like that rule. Um, I think sometimes, you know, players don't adjust quickly enough to the whistle. Um, so, you know, you pick up two in the first half, you know, it changes the dynamic of the game that your best players are, you know, are sitting on the bench and, uh, because it's ticky tack fouls and, you know, every game has a different way it's called and you have to adjust to it. And I just think, That'll allow them um, to be a little bit, you know, freer to keep that that best player in the game and not sitting for such prolonged times. I, I kind of like it. I think, you know, I want to see the best players on the floor. Well, you know, it's kind of funny how things evolve and change. You go back in the 70s, early 80s, um, you know, you got two fouls, you stayed in and hope you didn't get the third. Now, if you get two fouls, say, in the first, you know, seven minutes of the game, you're setting the rest of the half. So uh, the philosophy from a coach's standpoint has changed dramatically. Um, well, I think that's, again, coaches, you know, know who's refereeing those games. They're making – you know, decisions, you know, when the best interests of their team based on those players, those refs, as well as those players that are 19 to 23 years old. Uh, again, uh, I, I like the rule change. I think it's going to keep the better, you know, your starting five on in, in the lineup. Um, I, I think it's good. I didn't like the last rule, but I like this one. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Joined today by First Shop President Andy Herzer. <clears throat> this portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. 
Auction, auction, auction. Reliant Realty auctioneer Steve Sandlin invites you to the auction of 6.96 plus or minus acres on Cripple Creek Road in Reedyville, Saturday, May 15th at 10 a.m. There are two soil sites, plenty of road frontage, all ready for you to build your dream home. The auction will be Saturday, May 15th at 10 a.m. Find more information at ReliantAuctioneers.com. That's ReliantAuctioneers.com. Firm number 5860, license number 5942. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the new Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 still really hard to find in stores, the new games have been a little slow to appear. Luckily, both platforms play games from their predecessors, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. This week, Microsoft found some additional ways to make playing some of those older games a bit more exciting on the Xbox Series X. They call the feature FPS Boost, and it does what it says. It boosts the frames per second you'll see on screen in a variety of Xbox One releases when you play them on newer hardware. This is pretty cool. A lot of those console games ran at or around 30 frames per second when they first came out, and this upgrade will get those games up to 60, or in some cases, 120 frames per second. While you're waiting for some big new releases, it might be a good time to check into that back catalog of older games and see how they run. For more news and reviews from the world of video games, find me at GiantBomb.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by First Shot President Andy Herzer. <clears throat> uh, the other rules, not much about nothing. Team timeouts can serve as or replace media timeouts. That'd be fine with me. They call them media timeouts. I don't ever have to get up and go to the restroom, so I don't need a timeout. Um, Shot clocks will now be able to display tenths of a second. And um, coaches will be allowed to use technology, live stats, and video on the bench. I mean, the game's already overcoached as it is, in my opinion, Andy. Um. Yeah, that's just trying to keep you, you know football's done that to us, Monty. Um, you know they all have the little whatever tablets they're using to teach on the sidelines. I I, I think you, it's fine to have a tablet teach on the sideline and use it if you want to at timeouts, but. Uh, I, I don't know, Monty. It's it, again. You better have already coached. 
before you got to that game and put in the things that you needed to put in. All righty, uh, some other college notes. <clears throat> Seems we're always talking about the um, transfer portal. Um, Iowa guard C.J. Frederick, I know you've watched him play a few yep. times, transferring to Kentucky. He's a career 47% three-point shooter and in a couple seasons had 121 assists to only 42 turnovers. So, huge loss for Iowa. Big, big pickup for Kentucky. Yeah, I think that's a, you know, one of those kids that you put him around the athletes that Kentucky has. I think he's going to even get to light it up a little bit more, Monty. That cat can flat stroke it, can't he? Yes, he can. I'm, I'm sure it didn't hurt your... Uh, Cousins, uh, Matt Painter's feelings any to see him leave? Well, I, I mean, Matt's, you know, Matt's really good friends with, you know, the coach at Iowa. I mean, he was at his wedding. I mean, you know, I don't think you wish bad on your buddies in this business, but again, end of the day, he wants to win, you know, and beat Iowa every time he plays them. So, you know, it makes it easier for Purdue. Um, kind of a sad note um, in um, college athletics, and you know, um, I don't. This may be a pandemic thing. Um, Hartford University made their first uh, NCAA appearance this year, and um, if you go back and everybody goes, okay, big deal. But anyway, it was a big deal to them. You know, yep. they started this journey really four years ago with what they thought was a good recruiting class. Well, they're going to drop to Division Three now. So, you go to the big dance, and, you know, I know there's a lot of players are upset about it. You know, it just – I know one of them says it just diminishes so much what we've accomplished in four years and to go all the way down to the Division Three level. I lived through one of those threats, Monty, at UNC Asheville. Um, and I can tell you, you know, you're, you're sitting in young people's homes and you're offering them the opportunity to play Division One basketball. Um, it, you, you know, I, I can tell you I felt like a liar, you know, to those kids. Um, when it uh, initially happened, you know, and then I, my head got wrapped around that whole that I didn't have control of it. They, you know, obviously stayed Division One, but you know, I can imagine those coaches and players have a lot of, uh, you know, disappointment. But what they've achieved, they'll always be able to take with them. And again, in this disappointment. Some of these kids are going to have the opportunity to go play Division One ball somewhere else immediately. And the ones that weren't playing may be able to get to go play Division Two. You know, the guys sitting on the bench. So, you know, there's, again, there'll be some kids that are greatly disappointed, and some kids will stay and play, Monty. 
thinking that they'll get to play college basketball. I mean, so at the end of the day, I think it'll all work out. I hate it for those kids, again, that bought into a dream. You know, just, boy, you talk about, like, feeling like you get the rug jerked out from underneath you, you know. Um, I mean, it's one thing if it's, they're a team that went 7-20, and 20, you know. I mean, they went to the big dance. <laughs> well, you know, not just – I mean, Monty, they, probably Hartford was in the mix, don't you think, last year to win it? Pandemic got them last year. Yeah. And the administrator – administration and board got them this year <laughs> holy cow you talk about double disappointment in life i mean but again i think disappointments you can make them and use them as experience to to toughen yourself up and face the world um let's see one other college note um oh yeah michigan's franz wagner uh entering the nba draft from michigan I mean, I don't, you know, Monty, he's one of those to me. Just sitting, and you know, I watched a lot of their games just because Purdue. He's one of those guys that I'm kind of on the fence if he's an NBA, NBA guy. But I can tell you this, as a coach and a college coach, you hated to see him in that uniform lining up against you. Just toughness and some other things. He, you know, terrific college player. I don't know if it translates into the NBA, but yeah, we'll see. We will. All right. Neither one of us watched the NBA much, but um, Russell Westbrook broke um, Oscar Robertson's uh, triple-double record on Monday. Um, 182 triple-doubles now. Had 28 points, 21 assists, and 13 rebounds in passing the big O for the most in NBA history. That's um, that's quite an achievement. I think that's one of those records a lot of people thought would never be broken. Yeah. And, and, and I go back to, Monty, I, I, again, it's It'll be a little bit of an asterisk for me. I think the uh, assists um, are a little easier than maybe the assists were back in the come by by in the sixties and you know fifties and sixties. Um, yeah, I concur with that. For an air, I I, I I think you know Westbrook is such a terrific athlete, and and to, you know. He's got good size. He doesn't have Oscar Robertson's size. But, man... Uh, he's a physical guard, though. Yes, he is. He's, he's you know... And, and again, a terrific player. Probably, you know... Going to be one of those guys that you just say... You know, like Chamberlain... You know, didn't really get all the team accolades. But individual... I don't know if you keep him out of the, you know, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. Interesting you bring Chamberlain up. I was going to say, you know, he's the only one to have 100 points. There's only five other one people to have 70 or more. Can you name any of them? Well, I would say Michael Jordan would be one. He is not. Wow. Kobe Bryant? 
He is. He's second, 81. Yep. Man, then the other ones would elude me. Um, I had one of them. It was uh, David Thompson at 73. And then David Robinson had 70. Elgin Baylor had 71. And Devin Booker, former Kentucky standout, had 70. So, I don't know if that record will be broken. Hundred, I don't know. That'd be a hard one. You know, Wilt was what a fifty-six percent uh, free throw shooter and made twenty-eight out of thirty-two that game. Ooh. Anyway, all righty. You're listening For to seventy-two all... points by the old-fashioned way. That's right. <laughs> Two at a time. That's right. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and uh, Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. WGNS is honored to be this year's Luther Award recipient from the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame for Community Service. We are humbled to receive this prestigious award. Thank you for letting us be your good neighbor station. Good afternoon. It's busy as expected here on 24. Coming past Sam Ridley Parkway, all this traffic flow coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford. Just busy out here. We pretty much would expect, especially 231 going outbound. True Friends Moving Company is now hiring. Call 240-2811 online at truefriendsmovingcompany.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. (laughs) (laughs) Run! Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home... I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. 
All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. And let's talk Blue Raider golf as we're getting closer to the debut of the Blue Raiders in this year's NCAA Regional. It'll be the fourth consecutive season that men's golf is headed to postseason play. The uh, Middle Tennessee is one of 13 teams that will compete for a top five spot at Karsten Creek Golf Club, May 17 through 19. The Stillwater Regional is hosted by number one seed Oklahoma State. Among the top seeds in the Stillwater Regional are number four ranked Oklahoma State, number 10 Illinois, number 15 Auburn, and number 21 SMU. In addition to being the fourth consecutive trip to the NCAA Regionals for the Blue Raiders, it's their 11th postseason berth since the NCAA moved to the current regional format in 1989 and 10th in the last 13 seasons, not including uh, the COVID-shortened 2020 season in which regionals were not played. So we wish them the best of luck. Still time ticking on that before uh, they head to to, uh, Stillwater for the regional. Well, as uh, you also know, the number 42nd ranked Middle Tennessee men's tennis team fell to number 22 Tulane on Saturday. 4-0 was the final in the first round of the NCAA tournament. The match was not nearly as lopsided as the score sounded, but the Blue Raiders and Greenway battled for nearly three hours at the Palmer Saloon Tennis Center at Ole Miss. With the loss, Middle Tennessee finishes the season at 17-8, while Tulane improved to 15-7 and and advanced on into the second round of the Ole Miss Regional. So the uh, season concluded for Coach Jimmy Borendame and his team, but still an outstanding year for that team as they made it back and defended their Conference USA title. Well, Blue Raiders softball will get underway Tomorrow, if the Conference USA Championships uh, open up in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Now, Conference USA has kind of a weird bracket in that the first two rounds are knockout rounds. It's uh, win or go home. Then, once you get to the semifinals and there are four teams remaining, it becomes a double elimination tournament. So, a lot of pressure on these first two games, and Middle needs to win two on Wednesday to continue play. They will take on UTSA at noon tomorrow in the first game of the tournament. If they win, they have to face the homestanding Western Kentucky Hilltoppers at 5 o'clock. Should they win that, they would move into the regular draw that would start on Thursday and would have to face number one seed, North Texas. Not an easy uh, route to go for the Blue Raiders, but hey, if you gotta win, you got to beat them all through out there somehow. All right, speaking of softball, hard work on the diamond and in the classroom has paid off for Middle Tennessee shortstop Summer Burgess, who was named to the Conference USA All-Academic team that was announced on Monday. She is a four, has a 4-0 in public health master's program while also being a leader on the softball field for the Blue Raiders. 
And volleyball has announced uh, four new players that uh, they have added to their roster. Olivia Phillips, a setter, Noblesville, Indiana. Olivia Lux, a defensive specialist from Fishers, Indiana. Michaela Wright, a middle blocker from Columbia, Missouri, and a transfer from UT Arlington. And Melissa Noor Timez, an outside hitter from Istanbul, Turkey, and a transfer from West Virginia University. All of that and more available on GoBlueRaiders.com. Well, that's it for today. We'll have more for you coming up tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. The next time you buy a cart full of groceries, make a car payment, or write that big mortgage check, ask yourself, what would my family do if I wasn't there to buy those groceries, make that payment, or write that check? If you didn't like the answer, ask me about life insurance and start getting some answers that you will like. Welcome to that place where doing it for them meets doing it today. Get started by contacting me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel, at 931-684-5274. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Andy Herzer, president of First Shot. What's going on with First Shot? A little kind of cooling off period now? Well, a little bit. Um, end of the month, I go down and. Uh... Freddie Martinez and Fernando Ortiz, two former Blue Raiders, and I are going to do a, a camp in uh, Freddie's hometown of Ponce, and we're looking forward to doing that. My wife and I are going to go down. And then the summer grind, four weeks of camp, starting June 28th through the third week in July. And, uh, you know, just money out. Life's starting to get back a little bit to normal. Patterson Park's starting to open up, and we've got some terrific things planned for them. So, again, looking forward to the summer and, and, and being with kids again. Yep, that's um, good stuff, good stuff. All right, um, let's look at Conference USA Baseball. Uh, four ranked teams, <clears throat> Charlotte, Old Dominion, Southern Miss and La Tech and Andy the Blue Raiders got a good dose of um, uh, the last couple weeks of Southern Miss and La Tech uh, two outstanding programs um, really I mean super clubs um, middle just couldn't match you know couldn't match the match the pitching you know the La Tech series was a tough one they lost 
two one-run games. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, the the better teams um, did win. Now it puts the Blue Raiders in a, um, a tough position going into the last week. They've got FIU at home. Uh, they played well at home. And there's two spots left. And um, let's see. How many games they got to win, Monty? I think if they win two, they're in good shape. Um, they've got the tiebreaker over Rice and UAB. Um, Rice has got to play um, Charlotte, which is winning the other division. And um, let's see. Of course, Middle's got um, FIU and UABs at Marshall, so would favor Marshall in that one. And San Antonio is at Louisiana Tech. So, um, if you look at the records, um, middle's in decent shape, but I think they got to win at least two ball games. Well, let's hope they get it done. They've had terrific pitching. Hopefully the bats will wake up at home. Yeah, and, you know, all you want to do is get into the tournament um, because it's not always the best team that wins that tournament's the best playing team for about three or four days. You know, I remember one year, <clears throat> Coach Pete and them, back in the Sun Belt, they went to, I think it was, yeah, it was Lafayette. Um, middle was the sixth seed and uh, won the tournament. You know, started getting timely hits. And unfortunately, that's what they haven't been able to do is to get the timely hits, um, you know, and... Now, last week, they just didn't have a lot of opportunities. Southern Miss pitching was outstanding. And um, I t- you almost have to throw a no-hitter to get pitcher of the week in this league. That's how good the pitching is. Wow. And, but you've always said to me, Monty, college baseball, great pitching beats great hitting. So hopefully the, the arms are in good tack for the ter- tournament this last week. And, Again, we eke out a couple of wins and find our way in so we have an opportunity. It's always about just making opportunities. Yeah, so be a should be a great tournament. And um, I'm going to be interested to see how much respect Conference USA gets when it comes divvying out the bids to regionals. You know, you've got, as I said, four ranked teams and FAU and Rice aren't in there. So that kind of tells you where this league is right now. It might be as in good a shape as any sport. I would say it's probably the best sport across the board in Conference USA right now. Oh, no doubt. And, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing, Monty, when I look all year long and I look and say, okay, which program has, has has been successful more so than a year ago? And it's UNC Charlotte across the board in every, almost every sport, Bonnie. Yeah. And uh, what, if, you know, AD changed a couple years ago, made a lot of coaching changes. So, you know. They've got great facilities too, don't they? Oh, yeah. And leadership matters. And it's in a great city. Let's, you know, Charlotte's is, you know, a thriving 
you know, Nashville. And, you, you know, you're competing against ACC schools. But at the end of the day, after the ACC, you're, you're, the, you're it, you know. So you're, you, you just kind of look around. You have that kind of metropolitan to recruit kids to. It's a, you know, good campus, great facilities now. Again, uh, the demographics help you because Charlotte is a, you know, like Nashville, lots of people are moving in that aren't from ACC country. So it helps you. And, you know, you look, I mean, FAU and FIU, they ought to be in a regional almost every year. I mean, there's so much talent in their own backyard. And they can recruit nationally. I mean, who doesn't want to go to Florida and play baseball? Any kid from the Midwest, iron, you know, the Rust Belt, they, you know, if they're a good baseball player, they're not staying local. They're going to go play where they can play and, and train year-round. So, you know, again, some of it too money. I, you know, we talked off air, you know, what types of recruiting budget does FAU and FIU have to be able to go recruit nationally? You know, it's just, if you don't have the money, go see kids. Um, you know, tough to tough to sign them. All righty. Um, MTSU signed a. Um, uh, we I don't know if we talked about this last week or not. I don't think we did. Um, they. Signed a um, junior college Florida, I mean, a junior college forward from Odessa, Texas. Um, <clears throat> man, his name is escaping me. I'm sorry. Isaiah. I do think we talked about him, Monty, in, uh, last week on Wednesday. Um, I did do a little more research. Me too. You know, he, he averaged 10 points Four and almost months. five rebounds a game, which was tops on the team. I went and looked, Andy, the the most minutes any player played on that played in a game played average i mean average per game was uh just over 20. he played almost 18. so 10 points and five boards and 18 minutes is is pretty good they only had two double figure scores him and one other guy then you had you know 7.8 8.2 6.8 uh Looked like they just ran them in and out. And it was a team that uh, went to the uh, national tournament, was the seventh seed. Well, it tells you he played on a really good team, and he's going to be very unselfish uh, because, you, you know, those, those kids and players are all trying to get to the next level. So they know that points, minutes, and all those things matter. So he bought into a program. I like that side. And um, good thing, you know, particularly if he is a really good player. Got him for three years, too. So. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Joined today by First Shop President Andy Herzer. We'll take our final break and be right back. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every... 
Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's busy as expected here on 24, coming past Sam Ridley Parkway. All this traffic flow coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford. Just busy out here. We pretty much would expect, especially 231 going outbound. True Friends Moving Company is now hiring. Call 240-2811 online at truefriendsmovingcompany.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza Pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right, Andy, let's look at some high school sports. Amidst all the rain that we've had, we have managed to stay almost on time. Uh, We'll start with the District 7 baseball tournament. Um, Began last week. Uh, First round games, um, Oakland knocked off Rockville 11-8. Riverdale 10, Laverne nothing. Uh, Stewart's Creek 6, Blackman 5 in 10 innings. And Siegel beat Smyrna four to one. Uh, in the winners bracket, um, Riverdale uh, beat Oakland four to three, a walk off sacrifice fly. And Siegel beat uh, Stewart's Creek five to nothing uh, as Jack Nedrow threw a no hitter. Uh, where we're at now, we've got uh, Riverdale and Siegel um, uh, tonight um, at Riverdale. Uh, last night in elimination games, Stewart's Creek beat Rockville one to nothing. Cooper Newsom with a no hitter, and Oakland eliminated Smyrna eight four. Stewart's Creek and Oakland uh, will play today as well. So Andy, um, two no hitters, a lot of close games, and um, uh, it's pretty wide open. So if your odds on, who do you like, Monty? I like Riverdale and Siegel where they're sitting because they haven't lost. You know, they've probably got more arms uh, than some of the other teams do that are are still standing. So, you know, Stewart's Creek and Oakland, what an elimination game. Uh, both those teams have fine programs. Of course, only two make it to the region. So, Also, uh, Eagleville's baseball team uh, has to be defeated twice. Uh, they will play more county uh, today. 
um, at Moore County in the um, District 8A tournament, and their softball team is also unbeaten so far in the um, uh, tournament. The District 7 uh, softball tournament, where we're at right now, Siegel and Oakland are in the winner's bracket finals. Uh, they play today at 3 o'clock. Um, and in the elimination games, we've got Smyrna and Riverdale and Stewart's Creek and Rockville. So it's where we're at. Um, all the athletes that are trying to make spring fling and track uh, have already done so. The sectional meet was last week. And um, uh, it's amazing how many people, athletes, we got going to spring fling, Andy. Yeah, you're gonna you're you're gonna be all over the place, Monty. I tell you, there's a girl I want to go watch her perform, uh, Amani Sharif of Rockville. Andy, she did in the long jump. She jumped nineteen one point five zero, which was almost two feet more than anybody else. That that is incredible. I mean, you, you know, Monty, you're, you're edging in on putting yourself in a position to be world-class. What year is she? Um, I think she's a sophomore or a junior. Her um, brother was a, was an um, all-county basketball player at Rockville. Um, and she also was uh, invited to the grade 8 invitational the week before. That's some of the, you know, it is an invitational. And her jump was like six or seven inches less than the boy who finished third overall. So I think you might be looking at a potential state champ there. State champ, maybe a future Olympian. Yeah. So um, if if you've never gone to those track meets, they're actually a lot of fun. I mean, there you, you. It's amazing uh, you, the athletes that uh, have, have come out of this county and continue to come out of this county. Well, as long as we continue to grow at this, we're going to produce more and more. So that's kind of where we are right now. Um, as I said, um, spring fling is uh, in two weeks, and then we'll put a wrap on another. Um, Another your high school uh, season. You can hear a lot of these games on WGNS. And uh, hopefully we'll have some – I think we got a chance to get some softball and baseball to the fling as well. That is awesome. So. Wish all the teams good luck down the stretch. All right, Andy, appreciate you joining us today. And uh, enjoy the sunshine, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for having me. That's Andy Herger joining us today. Hey, tomorrow, Greg Grinsing joins us, uh, former Blue Raider assistant coach. Got an interesting story to tell us tomorrow, and hope you'll tune in for that. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank. Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, 
Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.